0: Guys, welcome back to our Studio's ESL podcast. Today is a special day. I'm bringing back one of my very, very first interviewees. It had to be probably the first 10 interviewees I brought onto my ESL podcast, man. My friend, my good old friend, Bart from Armenia. I remember the last time she was on, she literally, she sold me on actually going to Armenia. Like that's how (laughs) beautiful, that's how great arminia sounded and now we are back today she's doing amazing things in her life she's actually doing tutoring online and we're going to be discussing uh, language barriers so this is gonna be one of the best topics out there for everyone because again there's going to be a lot of substance in here so Bart thank you so much for coming on
1: hey hey everyone Uh, nice to meet you again Arsenio and I'm really glad that we could have this chance to talk once again and also to talk about, I guess, a uh, much more important um, topic uh, about uh, language barriers that I guess uh, it, it's gonna be very helpful for everyone. And uh, yeah, let's talk, let's, let's see how can we, what we can advise uh, people to improve uh, their language skills and um talking about language barriers yeah, yeah. absolutely
0: mm-hmm. there's, been t- there's so many things like in terms of languages so just to let everyone know who hasn't listened to the previous podcast
1: how many languages do you speak okay my native uh, my na- native language is armenian um then um like i i can say second one is english and uh english becomes very very like Uh, familiar to me and um, uh, I speak, um, I don't know, sometimes I I, I can explain myself better in English than in Armenian. I don't know why, maybe it's because, um, I don't know, I feel more comfortable with foreigners uh, because Armenians are uh, a little bit more critical and they uh, criticize uh, Mm. a lot. Um, Maybe it's because also um, mostly I talk with my friends and they are, uh, and it's, it's, um, I guess you can feel it too, that it's easier to talk with foreigner than, uh, to talk to foreigner than to, I don't know, uh, with your friends or with your close relatives, your sister. With your family because they are they know you and they will maybe you, you they will criticize you and um, maybe because of that uh, English uh, becomes very familiar very close to my heart language and the third one I don't know which one to say. Um, First, uh, in uh, Russian or Spanish, because I used to practice my Spanish more than Russian, because I don't use, I know, yeah, I, I speak four uh, languages. Uh, I, actually, I can understand a little bit Italian too, because it's very similar to Spanish. Sure. And um, I used to live in Spain, uh, so I could uh, practice a lot. Uh, My Spanish language skills, and yes, I I can say I used to learn English more than 15 years uh, in my whole life, actually. But uh, just a year, uh, it was enough to, by the help of practicing, uh, by the help of uh, not scaring of my mistakes, I just could improve uh, my Spanish skills a lot, a lot. And so I can say that I'm fluent um, for languages uh, nowadays. Wow.
0: So you're not, I love it. At the very end, you said you are not afraid of making mistakes and you learn from those errors. This is one of the most critical components of learning in general, but especially a language because I know out there in Asia, a lot Mm -hmm. of the students, out there, they have a tendency of saying, oh, I'm very scared to speak to foreigners. No, they're actually afraid of looking like a fool. What they would think is looking like Mm -hmm. a fool, but it's just the simple mistakes we make on a routine basis, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's one thing. So that's one thing we're gonna come back to. The other thing was the language in terms of people being critical. So the way I speak is completely different from how my family speaks, the language barriers are not only like they're not only. It doesn't re- like a re- revolve around English, but it revolves around. It revolves around just language in general. Like, oh, my mom doesn't understand me, but these personal development coaches, sociologists, they understand me more. So mm-hmm. that's another another critical aspect because sometimes. I would just say you know what we don't speak the same language and there was an Instagram TV video I did recently that said you know what my folks over here they don't really listen to me much and it's because we just don't speak the same language so now going back to you and you not being afraid of making mistakes I know when you lived out there in Spain it was all learning on the go and so how are you able to do it, like the beginning stages, I know it was difficult for you. So, how was it?
1: Um, actually, I, uh, I learned, um, I, I have graded from uh, State Linguistic University, and uh, I knew a little bit uh, of uh, Spanish, but I didn't have uh, vocabulary. So, um, for example, I can share one, um, just to uh, one uh, situation, um, of my life uh, in Spain, um, I used to go. I went to uh, one um, shop. Do, uh, you know that uh, in Spain they they don't work um, on Sundays? Mm. So if you if you don't uh, buy your uh, things, your necessary food um, before Sundays, maybe you have to go only to chinos Chinese. Uh, they call chino Chinese. Uh, That's very small shop. Uh, that you can buy only uh, the most necessary items that you need. Maybe some bread or like not, not healthy food, but you can find something just to grab something and to eat in order not to die of hunger. And um, so I went there and um, I I just uh, forgot. Uh, um, I just realized that I don't know how, how I can... Uh, that I need to, how I can say, how I can ask for bread. And um, then I was looking for a bread. They, they, I don't know where they put it, but I, it, it wasn't visible for me. So I just, uh, I was lucky because at that time, two Ukrainians enter, entered to the shop and they could speak, uh, speak Russian. So they asked, what are you looking for? I just said, chleb. Chleb, um, in Russian, it means uh, bread. Right. Uh, so they translate, translated it, uh, pan. Uh, so after uh, that, I never ever forget, uh, still, uh, till nowadays, uh, I know that pan is just bread. It's one example that uh, I learned, it's maybe it's non-formal education because the, I went there as a student and for non, uh, non-formal education, I was actually volunteering there, uh, but with money. It's, they call it volunteering, but they, uh, you got a scholarship from uh, uh, from Europe European Union so they give you money home and you just uh, teach I was teaching at the college uh, by the help of non-formal education so I have to do everything um, by games um, very interesting so they uh, so the children could um, could be interest, interested in uh, our classes uh, because they don't want to study they are lazy people um, And yes, uh, we must always be I must. Their problem is uh, to find creative person who can um, manage creative classes. So they need non-formal education. By the way, I learned also. uh, I learned uh, and and I teach and I I thought and I learned um, by the help of non-formal education. It's really, really awesome. uh, And I can use it nowadays also. my classes I try at least I try Um, because that's that's the way you never forget Uh, but you you also have to read of course it's not only about games but uh, I just uh, feel that combined version uh, like formal and non-formal ways ways of studying is the best option. You shouldn't refuse one or another. You shouldn't just take one. You should combine. And uh, your question was like uh, how I could uh, overcome the barriers, language barriers. Like two, three months uh, uh, when I could realize that I was walking in the streets and they were talking. Spanish and it was like very strange to my ears because in my whole life I used to listen Armenian mm-hmm. so I wanted to listen Armenian and I was uh, looking for Armenians just to talk just to uh, just uh, just to practice just to change some words in Armenian because I missed a lot and I couldn't uh, ever imagine that I can miss my language so much and then uh, after two three months um, uh, I realize that I can understand everything, and I can un- I can feel that their conversations uh, feel uh, sound very sound very um, interesting to my ears, and I want to understand, and I want to uh, to get to know what are, what are they talking about, and uh, actually, um, more or less, it becomes like uh, I- familiar. I get used to it. And- i really like it and that maybe i got uh, adapted adaptation process or something like that and yeah um about uh, listening about lifestyle uh, and when you have uh, your uh, daily schedule you have your interesting job you like it um uh, you start to practice and uh, uh, my colleagues only one girl could speak um uh, English. But after two years, the uh, two up, down, after two weeks, she, sa- she said, okay, after t- tomorrow, I'm going to talk only Spanish. I don't care that you don't understand. I, I don't care actually, because I can't explain anymore that fucking <laughs> English. I want to speak my native uh, Spanish but she did it just for me because she wanted to do everything in order uh, that i can develop myself easier so it helped me a lot um, i couldn't understand uh, and i it was really funny to explain my thoughts in spanish but i could realize i, I could like yeah, i felt like uh, i wanted to explain my thoughts uh, and i was looking for dictionary some words or translating and then i practiced with them and they realized they they could understand what what i I want what do i mean and uh, after practicing uh, and most of all not um, they made a lot of jokes a lot of jokes of my mistakes But I don't care. I said, you don't speak at least a word in uh, Armenian. When I started to talk in Armenian, Or uh, when they make a lot of jokes of my mistakes, uh, I just put some Armenian songs and they, now (laughs) you get your punishment. (laughs) Now (laughs) you must listen to Armenian songs. (laughs) And it's really extraordinary, something like African or something like that. Very, very, very strange uh, language for them. Even English, they don't like speaking in English. And I went to uh, Murcia. Uh, I don't know you. You have you heard about that or no? Murcia is very terrible place. (laughs) Everyone was like, "Why you came here?" Because like not terrible because of of uh, I'm talking about their speech, their accent. They have very very terrible accent. Like they they eat all the letters. They cut all the letters. For example, when they must say más o menos. They say más menos. It's not España, but España. It's like uh, bonita bonica, guapa guapita. I don't know. They change the words. They they speak differently. Right. It helped me a lot. And I was they uh, Spanish native people say you shouldn't come here for learning language because we speak very badly and you can't learn lots of stuff. Uh, because you will learn our mistakes, but it's really really a nice opportunity. Because if I went to Madrid or some nice speaking place, I will never feel that kind of accent. And in order you feel the real language, you you must uh, get uh, you must get to know a little bit more um, language uh, accents, uh, accents dialect. Uh, for example, English. I just uh, go through uh, a lot of um, American accents, like M- Minnesota, Chicago, Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I
0: see. I see.
1: Western accent, uh, Californian accent, and I don't know about my accent. It's like what, what kind of it? <laughs> but it's like mix of everything, little right. American not british i tried not to british um but anyways i try to learn uh, the accents and it helps it, it helps a lot to understand and even uh, when you compare within these years when i compare and i guess my advice my tips of uh, overcoming language barriers is to uh, to compare the accents. Like for example, British and American accents, um, like there's gonna, I wanna, have to. It's like, it's not like, I have to go, have to go now.
0: We <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. normally just say, I gotta go. You know what I mean? That's I terrible, go. but I mean, it's natural. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot I of got- people would say, no, we don't say, I have to go right now. You know, I mean, that's unbelievably unnatural. No, we, we don't do that. If you do that, you sound like an academic text and people might stay away from you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you must know, like, if you are, uh, if you just lear- start learning English, uh, everyone will teach you, like, you have to go to the school. You have to do this. Correct. Uh, but... No one, no one. I used to learn uh, uh, language, uh, uh, linguistic university, and no one tells me about these things. I just discovered by myself. So before I was thinking uh, whether Americans talk uh, very wrongly because why you never do, Uh, why you never say like this? What do you do? What you do? And you change. I just uh, discovered. Will you change tell with there? Yes. and it 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 becomes like what you what you do it what means like do. Uh-huh. it means you say do <laughs> what do you do what you do <laughs> right?
0: right right it's kind of like Before don't said- you we don't say don't you we say don't chew like chew as in right say, don't you want to know don't you want to know Can
1: you. <laughs> can't you can't you can't uh, can't, can't you go. right can't you can't. Can't, uh, what you can't go
0: can't you go can't you exactly yeah,
1: yeah. when my students are uh, uh, are uh, talking like that way i don't know it's uh, sounds very unfamiliar to me and uh, but i don't know maybe to correct them or no actually i don't know about that to correct what do you think as a Tutor as an online teacher, do you correct when they say, don't you go to the school, don't, when they say, don't? Uh, well, well, honestly, man,
0: I do no corrections, okay? Now, if they say, could you please correct me when I speak? The thing is, do you pick up the lesson that I'm trying to teach you? I can correct one sentence, but do you understand the main idea? Do you understand the deeper meaning of what I'm trying to convey? things falling all over the place. Do you understand the deeper meaning of what I am trying to teach you? You know what I mean? This is why I think learning in context is very important because, you know, I, I've known of teachers who literally sat there and try correcting over and over and just uh, correcting as much as they can from a student, but the student doesn't learn the concept of what he's trying to teach you know so yeah. what i like to do i like to echo and normally i always have i have a tendency of close listening to my student for him and her to correct themselves when mm-hmm. i echo them so if they say something wrong let's say uh, uh, oh my god what's a, a simple one what is it the main verb and the verb to be uh, something that's very common. Give me an example of one of your students who say, they say something that's very common but incorrect. Give me an example.
1: Like, um, I ha- I have to go to the school. I have to go, not I have to go. I have to, or I kind of tired. I kind of, like they say. I oh, kind so of- Oh, so they leave out the verb
0: to be. Okay, so. Oh, man, it's hard because then I would actually say it with the the personal pronoun you, followed by, of course, you are. And then I would say, oh, you're kind of tired. And so whatever I say, I repeat it the correct way. And then what I do, I listen for them to repeat it. Because when they repeat it, that's basically showing me that they corrected themselves and this could become a habit. That's very, very important. Now, if I sit there and just correct every individual word over and over and over and over, they won't get the idea. But if I echo, they pick it up. So that's one technique that I do.
1: Uh-huh. Like when they do, uh, but how you say that, uh, you just tell that I'm going to echo you or what?
0: Nope. Nope. Because if I, if I make them, re- if I tell them that I'm going to echo, they're probably going to listen for the echo. And then it might go from a teaching, like a correcting moment, an inner coach moment, which of course all of us have, we have that inner coach within us, to a teaching moment. And I don't want it to be a teaching moment, me just correcting them on a simple sentence or on a know stressing the right, the correct syllable. You know what I mean? So I never tell them, it's just a technique I use. Uh, Now other teachers, And I've seen them, I'm not saying that they have failed, but I've seen students lose confidence because the teachers constantly correct them over and over and over. They could be mid-sentence, mid-sentence, getting their thought out, and then the teacher corrects them right there. And I'm like, oh my God, because guess what? That student within two months will have no confidence and they will not be willing to make mistakes. That's the most important part. So, I mean, when it came to Spanish, you know, you being out there in Spain and, you know, learning from all your mistakes, you had a lot of people say, hey, just don't speak Spanish. Don't come here to learn the language because you're not very good at it. You never made that your reality. You didn't care. Now, you are probably the 0.0005% of people out there in the world who do not care about other people's opinions. However, the majority of people who possibly are listening, will listen in the future to this podcast, they do care. How did you stop giving a damn?
1: (laughs) I was, uh, I will try, maybe don't take it seriously, but I started to read The subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But how is that? Like, that's a book. That's a book, right?
0: The Subtle
1: Art of Not. But but actually, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I haven't read that. I just read the summary, and that's it about Manson. I just subscribed, and every time, every Monday, I receive uh, his uh, message on my email that, again, this fucked up Monday is again, like (laughs) every time he gives some examples of uh, life advice actually i like that he uses so much um slang words i really like it because we need uh, because foreigners need to learn that slang too like because like they don't know what does it mean bullshit they don't know an asshole they don't know like lots of common words that everyday um people use and when they go there when when you go when you're foreigner you go somewhere first of all you listen that bad words because it's like daily routine you can't you can't live with that bad words So you have to know that and uh, about your question how i started to give up actually i just give a fuck only uh armenians opinion about why you give
0: a damn about the armenians they're the most critical one <laughs> Well,
1: not really I mean about lifestyle about life about um, not that much but those about those people who are very close to my heart uh, I can consider their opinions but I always I can listen this guy this person this person this person but in the end I do the way I want and um, I I guess because uh, it's because of your uh, education, because not to like uh, your how you grow, the way you grow up. My dad always let me uh, to do mistakes. Always, always. And always he says, uh, when, uh, when, I, when I was like five years old um, and I did a lot of mistakes and he always says, you are right, you are right, you are right. And I guess it, it comes because of that because I always think I am right. And sometimes when I do mistakes, when I make mistakes, um, I said, okay, later on I will improve that. It's not like someone going to kill me or something like that. You you just have that chance. You learn um, from your mistakes. And uh, because of that, and you shouldn't be uh, judgmental. You shouldn't be so much critical towards you. And uh, you, you just need to change your attitude. You just need uh, attitude to language, attitude to yourself, attitude that uh, uh, it, it, and everyone, everyone does um, mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Now this I make, just right now I make, sure. mistakes.
0: Yeah, I make mistakes. I make me mistakes. Me too. Me too. Listen, I go back and listen to my podcast. I'm like, oh my God, Arsenio. Why didn't you say that? Why didn't you use a, a parallel structure here? Oh, my God, you misplaced the coordinating. You know what I mean? That's that's the critical person on my shoulder saying, Arsenio, you're not that good. You're not that good. You're not that good. That reaffirming. me. But honestly, just take a No one's perfect. It's all about improvement. I've gotten much better when I started slowing down my speech and especially on this specific podcast. On my personal development podcast, I speak much faster and I make constant mistakes because I go on rambles and rambles and rambles. So very important golden nugget. You said there, stop being critical of yourself. Yeah. Super important. And, but okay. So how much different was it in comparison with the Armenians and the Spanish, because you said Armenians, and you said it's much easier to speak to foreigners. So the Armenians very critical, but then the Spanish were also very critical. They were like, no, 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 don't speak. Yo, big shout out to my Spanish folks, by the the way, because I got some people, you know, Spain, y'all, by the way, Spain, you guys used to be like top 10. Now you guys are like 35th. So you guys really aren't listening to me anymore and I'm not very happy. But big shout out to my Spanish folks who listen to me and the very, very few Armenians that listen to me too. Not, too. not too much, but it's a good amount. Uh, but again, you'll have criticism coming from a lot of different areas and people need to understand that. But also, whose opinion do you value most? It should be yours. You yeah. Know, but when you let the other voices on the outside dictate you, that's when you no longer have control. That's when the inner critic or the inner coach, which would be, becomes the inner critic. And then that's when, you know, everything begins to just spiral all the way down. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, And um, actually the one thing that I would like to share is like, Spanish people are a little bit lazy. Uh They are lazy. They say, que paso, they say, que pasó. My friend from uh, Puerto Rico, my
0: best friend Andres, he says, uh, he doesn't say, que paso, meaning, hey, what's up, what's going on? He says, que pasó. So anyways, when you say lazy, I I, I remember the linguistics, the tongue, but yeah, go ahead, sorry.
1: Yeah, and um, every time I go some language exchange, or uh, we do some Tader, tader. they say Tader, do you know about that? Some language um, exchange and uh, mostly uh, like, or uh, or I got, I find, uh, I found some native speaker and I go uh, for a walk in the evenings. And I said, okay, deal is like that. I'm gonna teach you uh, English and you're gonna teach me Spanish and most of the time they are very lazy they don't want to talk because they are scared of their mistakes and uh and and i don't say oh you have to speak english okay i will get a chance of you i will get that chance and i will mostly speak in spanish you don't you don't need to speak english at all (laughs) because i need i know my purpose i came to spain i am here to improve my language skills so i don't care if you don't want to talk or if you don't want to learn of me if you don't care of my uh oh, that i can help you then you help me i it's okay, Mom. I'm, I'm really okay with that maybe it's bad but they don't want it they don't want to learn english so i learned i got my chance and i i take it all so you just, when you have that opportunity, you, you just need to, to take it all. And the, uh, after that, I got um, and I, I passed my exam and I got B2. And it's like uh, just after one year, people used to live there 15 years and they, they can't communicate. And I got B two, and it's quite uh, good, uh, uh, good thing for me. All right, so um, I knew I went there, and I got that. So I, I was happy because you you set your assets, you set your goals, and you just realize, and that's life. That that's makes you happy. That makes you worth to live. So yeah. I did it
0: <laughs> that's that's man i'm telling you when it comes to you know especially bringing everything full circle with your languages because now you know there, there was someone that reached out to you and she was like hey you know what if we can split things and there was like a co-collaboration so now you have online students you know and you're teaching arminians and so if we look at everything all the languages, we're talking going from Armenian to English and then English to both either Spanish or Russian, whichever one comes first. Looking back on everything you learned and being in a position right now, whereas you're just teaching, you know, you're teaching online, like kind of like the things that I'm doing. I, The only regret I have in life is not learning Spanish when I was younger. But I know Spanish right now. Like when you said, thought of this. I was like, oh, when was this? You know, that means good afternoon. I mean, it comes back to me, you know, and you, we were speaking Spanish before the podcast, but that's the only regret. I wouldn't say it's a regret, but it's something like, damn Arsenio, you were just such an ignorant child. Okay, Arsenio, calm down, be an inner coach. Don't be too critical. It's never too late. You had the ability to learn four languages. Looking back then and being in your position now, how much has that benefited you?
1: Uh, once again question what benefits?
0: Yeah, what what are the benefits of speaking four languages out there? Like the more like la- i like to say the more languages, you know the more you earn
1: <laughs> Like uh, in Armenia, we uh, we say it a little bit differently We say the more let you know the that uh, how much language, you know that much a person you are new person you are like it's really like that uh, when i started to learn english um it helps me um <clears throat> to overcome my um communication barrier because i i i, I was like kind of person who, who who didn't like to speak to communicate i was very closed uh, personality um and um but after language, uh, after learning English, my mentality also it it, it affected uh, to my mentality too and uh, mentality, mentality, yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, it affects and that uh, affected and it um, I started to be more communicative uh, and I and I it's advantage i guess it's the most um it's the best advantage benefit that i got uh from learning languages first of all english like go so everywhere i go i can um i can find my way without google without like um i don't know uh, i i will i will i feel very confident and now living in armenia it's actually not rich country and it's really uh people uh people make me people always advise me to marry because they say oh you know um you have to have someone to take care of you you uh you don't uh like after like 20 50 uh, 50 years later your parents will not be with you you don't need to to stay alone they make me like scared of like um, being alone and not being able to um not to find a job not to have money to survive and uh, they find uh, in Armenian mentality still, they think that marriage uh, gives you confidence uh, for, the future, for your future. And, um, but it, I, I, I don't think like that. And I don't scared, I will never marry for, for that reason because <laughs> I can earn my money. And uh, language, uh, English is just uh, just English, just my English and my phone is enough to earn my money. And I'm really happy because of that. And in Armenia, I feel number one um, is also advantage. Why I feel number one? Because every news... Um, i can read i can uh, find about medicine about every topic and nowadays it's in english so how can i live now i can't imagine my life without english it becomes my second native language more or less because i read everything in english books news um whatever i want i just uh, googled it about my medical problem i have some my uh, pains I reading in uh i ask. maybe sometimes i feel i knew i know um uh, more than uh, doctors in armenia <laughs> i don't know i just ask them and then they say how come you know so much stuff i, I just say uh, because i know english <laughs> because i know first everything and everything's yeah, in english
0: like not everything's in every other native tongue i remember i went to the doctor what last october and i was like hey i have tonsillitis he was like, okay, hold on. Let me check. Oh, you do have tonsillitis. (laughs) Cause I know my body more, but anyways, that's like a doctor. That's like a whole medical thing, but man, that is, I'm I'm telling you to become more communicative. And this is what I really want to top this podcast off with for everyone out there. Like I have a number of people who listen to this, like the last time you came on BART. My podcast has been on an unbelievable surge all the way to the top. You have no idea. I have like 170 countries. I'm approaching this like 100,000 plays. So I'm just so, so grateful out there for everyone. But a lot of people in the likes of Manhattan, New York, uh, British Columbia, you have uh, uh, Agoura, California, uh, parts of Arizona, my native Nevada and Las Vegas. There's a Perth, Western Australia. So what I'm saying these here, I'm saying these these cities and these states and these countries and stuff, I'm saying this because people are listening to me. I don't know what background they are, but I'm sure that a lot of people who have followed me from my personal development podcast to this podcast listen to me because they're listening to the way I communicate with individuals and they're like, he is such a fantastic communicator some people have called me because and this is why they follow me because mm-hmm. i mean to have a significant amount of plays out there in good old usa it goes to show you that this isn't just the english podcast this is like a developing confidence in about 20 different categories type of thing so that's a beautiful point that you made in terms of you know becoming a uh, an effective communicator keeping your brain especially very very young because you have four languages this opens up so many different things such as what jim quick has said before and so man it's exciting that's why me you know speaking some thai i realized how english span uh, how easy spanish was and i'm like man i'm gonna hurry up and learn spanish okay hola come on Bien, bien, many do bien gracias uh supermercado ah oh, the <laughs> d- d- derecha, d- d- derecha all that good stuff you know what i mean because yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's so easy so i'm encouraging everyone out there in america if you are a native english speaker of any country anywhere around the globe start learning a language because you have no idea the opportunities that will come flowing in
1: yeah sure that i'm totally agree with you and um uh, i guess um um i have students uh, uh, that they want to learn with me like more than uh, uh a year and i guess it's uh, really success it's really success for me uh, i don't care about the qu- uh, quantity but r- r- uh, it means that i have qu- uh, quality too and i guess my success is because um i make my um, classes interesting and uh, because i'm uh, i also try to communicate with them and i and i uh, give they uh, give them uh, opportunity to share themselves to share their thoughts. It's not only about myself, my thoughts, my class, me, I'm teacher, you are student, you have to listen to me and I have to talk and you need to listen. No, they must they must speak, they must express their thoughts, they must motivate themselves. You just need to motivate them so that they are able. And really when you motivate, you, you got really i get really good results and uh, sometimes i just uh, i feel people that they need that they whatever they just need is, is that motivation and just someone uh, to to say that uh, i can listen you i can listen you i can understand you and i'm pretty sure that you can do it and when you believe them and you just say i believe you and you just support them uh, they really they really uh, give you a, gu- a good uh, results and I really got good results uh, from my students uh, and i'm really happy uh, for them um, yeah because like I guess teaching is helping people, and I really like helping people. Uh, I was doing volunteering in Spain, and I uh, always wanted to be able to um, to help it's not Sometimes I felt before going to Spain, when I was in Armenia, I only used to live in Armenia, I was thinking, if you don't have money, you can't help people. You, can't, you just need to have lots of money, so you, you will be able to help more people. Too. But it's not like just a pretty lie. Uh, and uh, after Spain, I could realize that uh, there are lots of people that need your help like you can just uh, help them to create cv uh, like curriculum um and you can help them to find a job you can help them just uh i don't know just by your by your uh, by the help of your words that you can do it you just are able person i'm not good i'm not better than you you are the same as me and you can just do it as me so like we are equal everyone is equal and and i don't care of money i just care of people and that makes me happy <laughs> of course money is important too and uh, when you have money you can help much more people but um, you just need to uh, be able how to help it's not only only about that in that yes and I, I think uh, this way um mm-hmm. and what what else Perfect. Kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's
0: the best way I love it because people need help in so many different areas like you said the CV or help them in this and help them in that what Vart has just explained over the last three minutes is the fact that there is a niche market for everyone out there if there's a skill that you're very good at Double down on that skill, make it the most unbelievably powerful strength you possibly could make it, and then you can start offering services. First, you have to help people, and then start compounding and offering services on top of that. So, Bart, beautiful. Thank you so so much for coming onto this wonderful ESL podcast. For those are who are interested, because I know you have, of course, your uh, your teaching page and whatnot. Uh, i'll put all the links in the description, but uh with that being said, if anyone's interested in of course you and what you got going on, how can they get
1: in contact with you uh, of me you mean contact with me right, right. i have uh, I have a facebook page uh, I have skype I have like WhatsApp, webboard whatever I can share uh they or just they can uh, give you uh, they if they are they want to talk to me uh, they can ask you and you have my information you can share you are free to share my information with everyone and I would like to say nowadays currently I'm looking for a job in Los Angeles <laughs> if, ah, I remember
0: last time I remember last time you've you been looking for a job for two years <laughs> in L.A. already <laughs>
1: Yeah, or so from L.A. Yeah, <laughs> And you're more than welcome to offer me a job in some um, place. Something good,
0: something good, because I
1: know there are people from LA LA who listen to me. Yeah. And still have that goal on my mind uh, to go there and to be there, not just a week, not just a month, but for a long time, for a year, for I don't know for doing some exchange programs or do internship or some, I don't know, some interesting uh, job that I can do that. And uh, hopefully uh, it will realize as soon as possible. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. You're very welcome. And guys, with that being said, uh, reach out to her if you guys are interested in anything and everything she's got going on. Big shout out to my friend, Ida Ohan was the first Armenian American that I had ever met in my life. About ten years ago, I know she's going to be very excited to see this video because she's going to be like, "Oh my God, it's one of my own!" You know. So uh, <laughs> big shout out to my folks out <laughs> yeah. there in Armenia. <laughs> <laughs> big shout out to my folks out there in Armenia, and thanks again, Bart. Guys, stay tuned for more. We have so many more that will be coming up soon. i be your host, as always, sober and out. Okay.